Would you like to start it, Kyle? Well, if you are listening, welcome back to a new episode of A Breath of Fresh Football. Logan, TJ, how you guys doing today? Uh, I'm good, sir. How about yourself? Oh, can't complain. I got um, two days into summer school, so I got 14 more days. The countdown's already on. TJ, how are you doing today, my friend? Well, I'm not working today, so I can't complain too much. I got off this morning and uh, don't go back till Friday night. So what we're going to do today, guys, is we're going to talk about the Julio Jones trade, and we're going to do our uh, record predictions for the AFC North today. How's that sound, guys? Sounds good to me. So was anyone really surprised that Julio Jones went to the Titans? TJ? Uh, you know, I necessarily wasn't, uh, but that's mainly because I've got a Titans fan who's entirely into the weeds uh, as a friend. So I saw nothing but Julio Jones going to the Titans for probably about a month and a half or so now. Um, I was more surprised the Falcons didn't get better offers. But then when you dive into his contract situation, he's on the wrong side of 30 and everything. Um, I wasn't as surprised. Yeah, and that's my agree. That's my agreements with you is I feel like they traded him away for pretty much nothing just to get rid of this big. Which Matt Ryan should be very concerned now because he's probably next. Yeah. So I was, I was listening to a podcast today and uh, some people are really confused uh, what the Falcons were thinking. Cause if they could have a redo, you know, back at the night of the NFL draft, if you know you're gonna trade Julius, uh, you're gonna trade Jones away, Julio Jones. Do you do you take a wide receiver instead of taking Kyle Pitts? Well, so my philosophy is, is I feel like Kyle Pitts is one of those you can move a tight end or receiver to. Yeah, that's true. So maybe maybe we'll see Kyle Pitts at receiver. Hayden Hurst still at tight end. Because they've been planning this, I think the Titans said they've been planning it for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, I think there was, I, I saw one report on Twitter where it said that there was a, a deal almost done at the draft where they almost, um, like the Titans were saying that if Caleb Farley wasn't there, they were going to trade the first round pick for it. Um, but then I, I just, I, you know, Caleb Farley was there for them, so they wanted to go get it. And, um, you know, I guess the second round pick was good enough for the Falcons to move on with Calvi Ridley. You know, the, the I just call him the weapon at this point. Titan, yeah. he's not a wide receiver; he's just a weapon. Yeah. Um, fun little fact on that, though. Julio Jones, um, DeAndre Hopkins, and Madamakin Sanu have been traded for second round picks. Brandon Williams has been traded three times, two of those for a first-round pick and one of those for a second-round pick. What are your guys' thoughts on that? People over- – that's, that's really all I can – I mean, because like Julio Jones admitted he had a gap year last year. I think that – but probably – 
Yeah, I uh, just building off that, I agree with you. Uh, I feel like, you know, I feel like they could have got a first-round pick for him. You know, like you said, you know, the Titans were – it sounded like they were prepared to trade theirs if, you know, Caleb Far- Farley was, wasn't was there. Um, but I'm – I don't know. I'm just – I'm I'm kind of shook up, like, why haven't – why didn't the Ravens do this deal? Like, you know, the Ravens could have gave up a first round if they wanted to or even a second round, but – you know the Ravens um, need a wide receiver, but yet the Titans were the one that won the deal. So I was reading that the Ravens were all in if Rashad Bateman wasn't there, and Rashad Bateman was there. So I guess they're going all in on Rashad Bateman. I mean, we have a very young receiving core for the Ravens, and Julio Jones is thirty-two now. Yeah. So maybe they want to keep that receiving core young. I I don't know. I mean, we did have two first-round picks. We could have traded one of them away for Julio, but, I mean, again, I'm not a GM, so. Yeah. We don't get paid the big bucks for it. I do not. I wish we did, though. <laughs> um, another thing to talk about is it is talked about Aaron Rodgers is not expected to attend Green Bay's mandatory minicamp that starts Tuesday. Um, are you guys surprised about this? I mean, I am personally – when I talk to my buddy Chris, he'll be uh, slightly panicked. But I mean, to be honest here, does Rogers really even need to show up to minicamp? I mean, I, I know it's mandatory. I know it's – but I still feel like week one, he's going to be the guy under center, and he's probably going to lead this team to another NFC championship game again. Is he going to win that NFC championship game this time? I, you, yeah, I do. I think the fact that they focus on the defense because, you know, again, I, I, I talk to a lot of Packers fans. Uh, they, they blame their defense for not winning that game. It wasn't necessarily on Rodgers. Um, primarily, a lot of people, Kevin King. Yep. So, you know, the fact that they went out and got Eric Stokes so they don't get burnt on a Hail Mary before the first half is over. I mean, yeah, it's not the wide receiver I'm sure Rodgers wanted. But Amari Rogers is a stud. I'm surprised he fell to where he did. Yeah, I'm. I, I agree with that. We talked about it on the last pod. But man, they got they got him in what the third or fourth round, like third second. round pick. Yeah, was it third? Yes. Yeah, that's oh, a steal. But yeah, um, I'm not really. I'm not shocked about this. But like, at the same time, it is mandatory. But like. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with that situation, but it's it's going to end up where Green Bay is not going to trade him, and he's either going to retire or he's just going to be like, whatever, and come play and be upset all season, whatever, you know, pout, whatever he wants to do. And I think, so, uh, you know, the Packers, it sounds like they're not going to trade him. So he's either got to show up or he's, you know, going to have to retire. Yep. So, in other news, and you guys both know I'm extremely excited about this, the Ravens have signed Gus Edwards to a two-year, $10 million contract extension. I, I'm, I'm so excited about this. Yeah, I think that's a good deal for, you know, a backup running back, uh, pairing, keeping him paired with uh, Dobbins. So, 
Uh, Gus Edwards is very underrated, so I'm I'm extremely excited about this. Okay, so we're now going to go into our AFC North record predictions. Kyle, what team would you like to start with? Let's start with the let's start with the obvious worst out of the out of the four. Let's start with the Bengals. All right. um, Well, I'll just give you guys. So I wrote this out last night. I looked at all four schedules, and I wrote out uh, wins and losses and what their records would finish. And my prediction for the Bengals was four and thirteen. Mine was four and thirteen. Also, that's oh. What, so what wins did you have them getting? Um, so let's just go by week. Week one, they play the Vikings. I have them losing that week. Yep. Same. TJ, what are your thoughts on that? I've got them winning only because it's a home game and Joe Burrow will be returning and people are going to have a hard time guarding Jamar Chase. All right. Fair. Um, week two against the Bears, I have them winning. Oh, wow. I have the them winning. ISO- I want to explain why I have that as a loss. I think Andy Dalton is going to be the starting quarterback for the Bears, and it's a revenge game for him to get back at the Bengals. I just feel like he's he's going he's going to play. You know, he's going to do everything in his power to play the best he can, and I think that will be his best game of the four games he ends up playing. Okay, who do you have? What do you have them doing, TJ? Against the Bears, I got them losing personally. Um, I think Khalil Mack will probably eat up that non-existent offensive line. All right. I have them winning because, again, it's – the Vikings, I feel like it's going to be a close game, but Joe Burrow got hurt last year. He wants to prove I'm still there. So that's who I have them winning. I have them winning against the Bears. You know, the Bears did lose their top corner. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, crap with that. Week uh, week three against the Steelers, I have them losing badly. Yep, I think we all probably have. Yeah. Um, week four, I have them winning against the Jaguars. Actually, I agree with that. That was the first win I had for them on my schedule. DJ, I have them losing, but only because I really believe in the Jags. I have them winning because Joe Burrow wants to prove that he's the better number one overall pick. Um, I, it'll be it'll be an interesting game because it'll be Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow rematch of the national championship game a couple of years ago, the battle of the first overall draft picks the last two years. So I'm sure that that's probably a, what Thursday night football. I yes. think it is. September 30th at 7.20, so. Yep. So, I week five, I have them. Now, this one's skeptical because if Aaron Rodgers plays, I have them losing to the Packers. So, I'm assuming Aaron Rodgers plays. But if he doesn't, I think they win. I don't know. I think that offense has enough weapons where if, you know, Jordan Love, that's, that's week five into – his first season of playing, you know, maybe he can squeeze out a win there. So I, st- I still have it as a loss, but that is also I'm expecting Aaron Rodgers to play. So, yep. And obviously, I'm pretty sure TJ has it as a loss too. Yeah, I have them as a loss, but you are uh, really sleeping on Jordan Love over there. I, you know, 
I, the thing is, we can't say much. We've never seen the guy play a game. Well, and, and I get that. But, I mean, there's a reason he was a first-round pick, and there's a reason why. I mean, like, I, I just I, – I, all the reports I've seen is that this year he has come out and is, like, lighting, lighting up the camps. And... Just but yeah, but also just because he was a first round pick doesn't mean he's good. he's good. Oh, that I, I totally get that, but I just and, and maybe just because I get in the weeds a little too much as well. I, I, I the only thing I've seen is that he tries to be a little too aggressive with his, with his throws, and that's the only downfall I've seen so far. And the fact that he's not Aaron Rodgers, but there's just something you can't do. Yeah. I okay. Um, so we got week six against the Lions. My personal opinion, I think the Lions are going to be the worst team in the NFL this year, so I'm having them lose against the Lions. Or sorry, yes, I'm having them lose against the Lions because I think the Bengals are going to be the worst team in the league this year. I think the Lions will be the second worst. Um, see, I have a win. Uh, I just think, I mean, other than um, Swift and – uh, their quarterback, Goff. I mean, Goff is – I don't think he's going to be able to do as well as he did for the Rams uh, with those players around him. I just think – I think they're going to be the worst team. Um, so, I have the Bengals winning. Well, when it comes to the worst team, the New York Jets would like to know your location on that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That, you that's know, because I hate the Jets with a fiery passion. But I do have the Bengals beating the Lions here. Can you guys give me your reasons why? So the reason why I'm giving the Bengals the win over here is besides TJ Hawkinson, Jared Goff doesn't have really any more throws. Oh my I forgot they have Jared Goff. I thought that, yeah. Oh, no, I forgot I, they had TJ Hawkinson too. So I'm gonna have to change that. I forgot they have Jared Goff. But Jared Goff quarterback, the Bengals are winning. So I changed my record from the Bengals to five to thirteen. Uh, so it, it kind of depends I'm sorry, on five that. five twelve. I guess it kind of depends on how their defense does. Um, the one thing uh, Dan Campbell is really good at doing is getting the most out of his players for a year. Um, trust me, I've seen it down in Miami. He's really like that passionate coach, and you love to have him until you realize his schemes and deployments are absolute garbage. <laughs> um, yeah. But, I mean, he, he's really good with the first year. You know, everybody be all excited because it's not uh, Matt Patricia and everything in there. They've got a new quarterback in. It's kind of a new year for the Lions. Um, but that being said, I still think there's so many holes in the offensive side where who's going to catch the ball besides Hawkinson? Uh, can they get consistent running? Yeah, sure, they got Penny Sewell, but, you know, besides their center and Frank Rag now, and, I mean, who else is really blocking for them there? Um, and then their defense, if Jeff Okuda has another year like last year, you're looking at a huge whiff on a first-round pick there. Yeah, and I really hope Jeff Bakuda turns it around. He's from Ohio State. I really don't care if he turns it around or not. <laughs> uh, okay, so week seven, we got at Baltimore. So I gave him a loss. Yeah, I gave him a loss too. Loss here as well, yeah. I mean, that one's a no-brainer. But I do have him winning week eight against the Jets. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I do I do like Zach Wilson, but I don't think they have – they. I can't even name another another offensive player on that team. Corey Davis. Oh, Corey Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is Ben Powell still on the uh, Jets? I don't think he is anymore. Jamison Crowder, but he's sitting out right now. 
I'm having to Google the Jets roster now. Um, <laughs> Elijah Moore, I guess, is on there. Oh, um, yeah, he is. Mekhi Becton, Elijah Vera Tucker. Uh, LaMarcus Joyner. When did LaMarcus Joyner get on there? I forgot about C.J. Mosley if he decides he ever wants to play. Oh, C.J. Mosley is on there. Yeah, he's what's out all year. Okay, so week nine, I have him losing to the Browns. I agree. Same. Yep, I think the Browns are probably going to be the sneaky good team in the AFC North. Oh, yeah. Um, well, and we'll get to that. Week 10 is a bye. So week 11, I have them losing to the Raiders. I agree with you. Uh, I mean, I don't think the Raiders are going to be great, but I think they are way better than what the Bengals will be. I think they're going to be somewhat decent. I think Derek Carr, you know, there's talks about him getting traded. He wants to prove that he is the quarterback in – yeah, but there's been trade talks for the last, what, four or five years? Still, I think he wants to prove it. So, TJ, what do you have them doing? I've the got them beating the Raiders. Oh. And that's only because, much like uh, Dan Campbell, John Gruden doesn't know how to do anything but spider 2 wide banana. Um, and I just – I'm not a fan of Gruden as a coach. Um, I'm a huge Derek Carr fan, but Henry Ruggs wasn't – fantastic i love josh jacobs but there's so many holes on both sides of the ball that they almost ignored like blatantly ignored the fill i feel on both sides can of the we ball. can we talk about how good darren waller is uh let's talk about how good he really is i will believe it when he does it for another consecutive year um i i don't want to just completely go out there and be like man he hasn't done anything lately because he's done some good stuff. But man, last year seemed like it was almost an anomaly because, you know, I'm kind of looking at, at his stats here. And so last year he had, you know, almost 1,200 receiving yards and he did in 2019 as well. But then you look before that, not a whole lot of uh, – and yeah, I know he probably wasn't the main target there, but I mean, you're already getting into your – this is going to be a sixth year. That's when tight ends generally start slowing down. We'll see. Well, um, I don't know that Baltimore had him at one point and then just let him go. Um, when we had him, though, he was very – he was a very big on prescription meds. And when he left, that's when he finally got himself fixed. So, I, I'm happy for the guy. I really I like him. I'm just uh, – I'm – cautiously optimistic because he's nearing that 30 year old mark and that's when uh, tight ends generally start going on the downhill. Fair. So week 12 I have losing to the Steelers. Yeah I have the same thing. Um, Week 13 I have losing against the Chargers. Yep. Yep. Chargers uh, Herbert I think uh, well I think he'll have a little bit of a down year compared to last year but I still think uh, Chargers Will be a decent team, so I think they will beat the Bengals. Oh man, they got that line beefed up now. Let's see. Um, I have them losing Week 14 against the 49ers. Yeah, same. I think the 49ers once they get healthy, they'll bounce back. They do got um, who did they draft? They drafted uh, Trey Lance. Lance. Trey Lance, yeah. Um, I don't. But, Trey Lance. But, what'd you say? I stopped Trey Lance. Game. I still think it's going to be a Jimmy G season. Yeah, I think I think there's a good chance Jimmy G will play the whole season, uh, and then next year they'll decide what they want to do. Because 
I think they want Trey to watch and learn. But who knows if Jimmy G isn't performing by, you know, that's week 14. You know, it could be a Trey Lance game. I don't know. Yeah, no, I can see yeah, it. I, I can agree with that. Um, I have them winning against the Broncos week 15. I actually have them winning too. Uh, I think uh, the Broncos QB situation is a mess right now. Teddy, Teddy is okay. Uh, he's uh, and then Drew Locke, he can have some good games, but there's other games where he looks like a backup quarterback. So, but yeah, that I'm... offense is pretty good. So the Broncos, they could they could come with the W. I don't know. I can see them winning that as well. I think I've got it down as a dub as well. Um, week 16, I have them losing to the Ravens again. Yep, I yep. agree with that. Uh, week 17, I have I definitely have them losing to the Chiefs. Yep, absolutely. The and team then, chaos part of me wanted me to have them win against the Chiefs just to go against the grain, but in all good conscience, I can't actually have them <laughs> win against the Chiefs. The only way that's happening is if they rest because the Chiefs have already clinched the playoff spot. Yeah. I don't think Which that, that could in. that could possibly be it. Uh, by that week, you know the Chiefs. Those lot that extra week, you know, there might be teams that rest players. It, very possible. Um, and even though I think the Broncos will or the Browns will have a secured spot, I still see them winning week eighteen. Same. Yep. Same. So, like I said, a four and thirteen record is what I predicted. Sounds like you had a four um, and twelve. Or I actually had a five and twelve because yeah. I changed it with the Lions. Yep. So, um, let's go Steelers next because I actually have the Steelers going eight and nine. Same, Logan. Did you just copy my paper? TJ, <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Steelers going? Um, honestly, I'm kind of doing this on the fly, so we'll, I'll let you know at the end here. <laughs> All right. Um, week one, I definitely have them losing against the Bills. Yeah. Yeah, Bills, uh, Josh Allen, uh, Stefan Diggs. So before, before we get more into this, though, the Steelers, I think, have the hardest schedule in the league, if I'm not mistaken. I know they're up there. Yeah, I'd have to look at that. Because I, I think the Steelers are number one, the Ravens are number two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Because uh, you, you, I sent it to you on Twitter, I believe. Yep. Yeah. So that is correct. Um. So I have them losing to the Bills. I think the Bills are going to be the honestly the team to beat this year. Um. So I have them. Week two, I have them winning against the Raiders. Yep. And I have them winning against the Bengals week three. Yep. Well, going going back to week two, I, I don't know why, but I, I have an L. I think uh, – I don't know. I don't really? know if the Steelers all did this offseason, but I don't necessarily think they gotten better. And I just think the Raiders – the Raiders can have some good weeks. Um, so, I, I, I don't know. For some reason – my gut put an L. I don't know. Well, you heard here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Um, and then week three, I have them winning against the Bengals. Yep. Yeah. Uh, week four, I have them losing to Green Bay. And, again, that's if Aaron Rodgers is playing. 
Yep, I agree on that. Hey, yeah. Also, it depends whether Big Ben stays healthy. Sure, if Big Ben stays healthy, they're going to lose a lot. Yeah. Um, I have them winning against the Broncos. Yep. Yep. I And I have them losing against Seattle. Yeah. Uh, I think Seattle's uh, going to be a good team this year, too. So Yeah, it's going to be hard to stop Seattle with kind of – all the threats they have out there, and then they improved a little bit on the defensive side of the ball too. Who did they draft in the first round? I don't think they had one. Uh, yeah, so I don't think they had one in the first round. But it was more of like kind of their later round picks here that they had. I thought they did. Um, week seven, they have a bye. I have them losing to the Browns week eight. Yep, I have that too. Um, you said to the Browns at week eight. Yeah. I've got them winning only because it's going to be a revenge Browns is the Browns game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, ha- I have them losing because uh, it's at Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So, I do think the Browns are going to come out. They're going to win at Cleveland, but they'll lose uh, at, uh, in Pittsburgh. I actually have them losing to the Browns at week eight and winning against the Browns in week 17. Yep, that's what I have to do. Honestly – Actually, looking at it, I have two L's. I am actually kind of surprised I have that, but I do think the Browns are going to be a better team than the Steelers. I don't think oh, the yeah. Steelers got. I don't think they got better this off season. So i I have two L's. I think the Browns will come out and win both of them. Um, week nine and ten, I have them winning against the Bears and the Lions. Yep. Yep. Same. Um, shocking. I have them week 11 losing to the Chargers. Yeah, I have that too. I've got them winning only because it seems like the Chargers, anytime they play the Steelers, their special teams just chokes terribly. Okay. Um, I have them winning week 12 against the Bengals, yeah. and I have them winning week 13 at home against the Ravens. I agree. I have two W's right there too. It's they hard for the Ravens. little brothers at home. They they do, and they always, you know, we'll get to it. Um, I have them. I have them losing to the Vikings week fourteen. I have them winning. I I just I don't think the Vikings. I mean, that's if Cook is even still healthy by then. Uh, I know the last couple of seasons, I don't think he's been healthy all year. So. Well, I looked into it, though. It's not a Monday night football game, so Kirk Cousins will be fine. Well, that, that's a good point. <laughs> well, um, if it's not a Monday night football game, why does it start at 7.20 on my calendar? I don't think it is a Monday night game. I think it's a Sunday night it's a Thursday game. night game. Or it's Thursday night, yeah. It, it's a primetime game. He's going to choke. <laughs> Um, I have them losing week 15 to the Titans, too. Yep. Yep. And then I have them losing to the Chiefs, obviously. Yep. Um, I have them winning against the Browns week 17, and then week 18 I have them losing to the Ravens. I have them winning against the Ravens. I have them winning against the Ravens, too. I think they'll lose to the Browns, but they will beat the Ravens. So, I have them beating the Ravens twice. I thought I, I think, look at mine. I had them going eleven and six. Eleven and six. Wow. Wow. Um, um, 
there's just a lot of teams they have a good track record against, and unfortunately, it's a track record of beating them in the AFC North. So until otherwise seen, like you know, the Browns, sure they beat them in the playoffs, but now the you know is Baker and uh, you know OBJ are they going to mesh together again? Or are they going to start fighting each other again and causing chaos amongst the Browns? Okay, yeah, so like that. My prediction of the team coming in second place in the AFC North, I have the Baltimore Ravens at eleven and six. Eleven and six. I have them at ten and seven. I think when I was doing it, I had them at eleven and six as well. Um, I have them winning week one against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Losing against the Chiefs again. That Chief is just that's just a powerhouse, dude. Yep, I yep. agree with both those. And I have them losing to the Colts, actually. I've got them winning those three games there entirely. I like the Colts team, but I think I like the Ravens just a little bit more. I think Carson Wentz is going to come back with that MVP caliber and win it all. I think so as well, but I really think Lamar's going to have an MVP caliber season as well. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's so the, the Colts uh, is funny. So I did the Ravens uh, schedule first yesterday. And when I hit week five on the Colts, I didn't know what to write down. I had to go back. I was like, I don't know. I feel like, like, I, like you guys said, I, I feel like Carson Wentz doesn't come out. Have a good year, you know, with a new team. You know, he's back with Frank. Uh, I think they got some decent weapons in Indianapolis. I I thought, you know, I was going to put an L for the Ravens, but I de- I don't know. I think I put I put a a uh, W for the Ravens because I think it'll be one of those toss up games. OK, um, week six against Chargers. I have them winning. Yep. And then I have them winning against the Bengals week seven. Yep. Week eight, we have a a bye. And then week nine, I have them winning against the Vikings. Mm -hmm. Yep, I have them winning. So before I say mine, TJ, what are your thoughts on week 10? I'm honestly really excited for this game. I still think there's going to be some growing pains for the team as a whole at that point. Uh, so I actually had the Ravens beating Miami at that point, but it wouldn't surprise me to see uh, like an air show with Tua because I think I think we're gonna see a different Dolphins offense this year with the new coordinators, and especially with Tua taking the year and getting as beefed up as he has. Yeah, I have them winning against the Dolphins too. I have them losing against the Dolphins. I wow. I think it's, again, I think it's one of those toss-up games. You know, it could very well be, you know, Tua doesn't play well. Uh, but I just, uh, I think that defense is is going to hold the Ravens uh, down. So, I think, I, I have it as an L. So, I think it's one of those toss-ups. Wow. Okay. We um, will definitely have to watch that game, though, together. For sure. I have them winning against the Bears week 11. Yep. Yep. And I have them losing to the Browns week 12 and to the Steelers week 13. I have them winning I, 12 and losing 13. 
So 12, I have them winning two only because it's at home. I do think uh, at week 14, they will lose at Cleveland. I have them winning that week. And then I have them. Wait, is week 13 uh, home or away? It's away. Oh, it's away. Yeah, so I have them losing. So I, I went back and I changed my Steelers prediction because I realized I had I had the Ravens beating the Steelers in week 18, but then I also had the Steelers winning. I was like, what? So I had to go back. So I do think the Ravens will win week 18 at home, but they'll lose week 13 at the Steelers. Yep, I have them winning against the Browns week 14 at, at Cleveland. And then week 15, I have them losing. I have them winning. Really? Yep. Wow. Only because I think that's the point when you'll see it click for Rashad Bateman and Hollywood Brown. And there's only so many, like, three, you know, you're going to have three offensive weapons at wide receiver. And the Packers really only have two good cornerbacks. And one is guaranteed, one is still. You just drafted him. You're trying to find out with Eric Stokes. Um, fun fact about the Ravens wide receivers: our three wide receivers are all first round wide receivers. Yeah, oh. it's interesting. Rashad Bateman's first round, Marquise Brown is first round, and Sammy Watkins is the first round. Was Hollywood Brown really a first round draft pick? Yep, he was the first receiver off the board in 2019. Huh. Yeah, we could have gotten A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Terry McLaren. Um, yeah. list goes on. Yeah. Uh, week 16, I had them winning against the Bengals. And then yeah. I had – Yeah. And then week 17, I had them losing to the Rams. Yeah, I think, I think um, Matthew Stafford's going to do well and. Los Angeles, uh, so I, I have as an L too. Go ahead, TJ. I've got them winning only because it's a home game. It looks like it's going to be an afternoon start game. I think you're going to see the Ravens be a little bit more desperate than the Rams. So I think the Rams are going to be resting some people with a clinched NFC wild card berth at that point. Maybe. And then I have them winning against the Steelers in Week 18. Because no matter how bad the Steelers are, it's always a close game. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Ravens 11-6. and six. So what is your guys' record prediction on the Brown? How do you think they're going to finish? Oh, goodness. Um, per- personally, I have the Ravens and Browns tying with a 10-7 and seven record. Really? Yeah. That's something I could see as well. I think, I... I, I think the division's too good where it's going to be a close division because uh, the Steelers, the Browns, and the Ravens are going to beat up on each other. And uh, and then the Bengals are just like a little brother that's just there. Yeah. And or like not. you said, the Steelers and the Ravens have two of the hardest schedules in the NFL. So I do think the Browns, uh, and it sounds like you have them winning the division, I do think they're going to be up there because – uh, you know, the other two have a hard schedule, but I do have them tying. I don't know how they'll uh, how they do the tiebreaker because I do have them both winning uh, one apiece against each other. So I don't know how the 
tiebreaker goes, I guess. Would, I don't know how they do it in the NFL. I think they do whoever scores the most points. Don't quote me on that, though. It's either that or they probably do division record, which, again, I don't know. So, I have the Browns going 13-4. and four. Wow. Uh, I don't know, man. Just something tells me it's it's the Browns time, man. I could see it. Yeah, I could I could definitely see it happening. I just uh, I I probably I was a little biased on one of my picks, and you could probably guess on it, but oh, you're gonna love mine. <laughs> um, so week one, what do you guys have to do in week one against the Chiefs? Uh Yep, I think they'll start on one. I have them winning. Really? Some revenge? I think they're going to come back and they're going to be like, you guys knocked us out last time. We were so close to beating you. They're going to take it this time. Could very well see that. I have the Browns starting off five and up. I have them winning against the Texans. That's going to be the fattest of dubs. (laughs) Yeah. I, I have them beating the Bears week three. Yep. I have them beating the Vikings week four. Yep. Yep. Beating the Chargers. Yep. And then I have them losing to the Cardinals at week six. Uh huh. I like it. Uh, I So what I had is losing to the Chiefs, win against the Texans, obvious. Uh, again, I, although I think Andy Dalton will have a good week. Uh, week two against the Bengals. I do think he goes back to being his normal self and losing to the Browns. Uh, I have, So I have the Browns winning that week, beating the Vikings. But I have the Chargers winning. I think, I don't know, some reason I just think the Chargers are going to be good, really good. And I also have them losing to the Cardinals. Although it could go either way in that game, I just, I don't know, I think... Uh, I don't know. Some reason I think Kyler Murray's gonna have a good week. It's still early in the season, so I do think they will uh, lose to the Cardinals. The the Cardinals because it looks like it's gonna be the battle of two different philosophies, where the Cardinals are definitely more the air raid offense. The Browns tend to be you'll have the ball when I tell you you can have the ball. We're gonna run it with Nick Chubb until we tell you otherwise. Yeah, but yeah, so I I think I did think about that, but I with Arizona getting uh Watt and they have uh Chandler Jones coming back. Yeah. You know, jo- Jones and um Watt uh Watt right there and then we also, you know, we have mm-hmm. Isaiah Simmons we drafted last year and Same we have Zane Collins. Collins. Yep. Um it'll be It'll be interesting to see. That'll be one match I'm going to watch and just see for philosophy purposes. Because the other thing gets not talked about is how good Baker Mayfield is with the play action when it comes to having Nick Chubb. And he's got two yeah. deadly threats on the outside. And David Njoku is no slouch either up the middle. Yeah. He's not, but he's their second tight end, not their first round. Not their first tight end. I still think he takes that um, first year. I don't know. We'll see. I have them beating the Broncos, the Steelers, the Bengals, and the Patriots. So I agree with three of the four. Uh, I actually have an L to the Patriots. Um, wow. I, I don't know why. I just um, – Are you still living in the top? 
No, I think um, the the Patriots made so many moves this offseason. Again, uh, you know, before before Cam Newton got COVID, Cam Newton was looking really well. Uh, I do think it'll – I don't know if Cam Newton will be starting by then or still starting by then is what I meant. But I don't know. Some reason I think with the moves the Patriots made – I think it's a it's a L for the Browns. Wow, a little hot take there. Uh, no, the hot take is them beating the Chiefs Week One. That is the hot take, actually. Well, yeah, that's true. It's for the Patriots ever again. So if they were to go zero and sixteen, I would not shed a tear. Or zero and seventeen at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I have them winning against the Lions and the Ravens Week Eleven and Twelve. Yep. So I had an L because it's at Baltimore. Um, so, I, so like I said, I I think it'll. I think with the Browns, Steelers, and Ravens, I think they all end up splitting. I believe, uh, except for I had the I had the Browns beating the Steelers twice. Okay, um, we got bye week, week thirteen, week fourteen. I have them losing to the Ravens. I had them winning since it's at home for Cleveland. I think they split the the home and away. It really matter which way at that point, you know. Yeah. Um. So when I first did this, I really wanted to give them an L week fifteen, but I don't think I could against the Raiders. I wanted to so bad, but I couldn't. So I gave them winning against the Raiders. Yeah, I gave them winning too. Um, Raiders are such a up and down team. You never know what's going to happen week to week. Yeah, that is. Yeah. So week sixteen, I I wanted to give them a dub. I really think they could beat the Packers, but I think Aaron Rodgers is coming out with a vengeance, so he's going to light up the league. So I haven't taken an L week sixteen. Yep. Yep. I have an L too, but that's again assuming Aaron Rodgers is playing. Yep. And then week 17, I have them losing the Steelers. And then week 18, I have them winning against the Bengals. Yep, I can't agree with both of those. Yep. Um, so that's our predictions from AFC North. I have the I have the Browns taking it all, 13-4. and four. Oh, is it AFC North? It's the AFC North. For some reason I wrote down AFC South. No, we are doing the AFC now, South next week, though. All right, sounds good. Um, and before we go, guys, I want to thank TJ for being on here. Um, if you guys haven't checked out his podcast, Punnett Podcast, check it out. He's amazing. He's way more talented than we are. Um, <laughs> I will check him out, guys. But thank um, you. TJ, uh, yep. Thanks, always, it's nice to have you. And we will see you guys next week.